the vast of night reviewed by Aaron Andrew Archie One night in New Mexico in the late 1950s, a switchboard operator and radio DJ discover a strange audio frequency which could change the future forever. That is the summary of the critically acclaimed indie film called The Vast of Night. As you see, the summary didn't explain a bunch. It wasn't overtly too too out there. It's what I'm saying it is it's truly a mystery. We don't know what it meant, what the movie was trying to portray. Like, what was this frequency? This frequency could have been the government? Some sort of government experimentation? Uh, supernatural? Ghost? As if? Or it could simply be aliens? I mean, which is obviously the case, because we saw that in the ending. But what I'm saying is the plot is kind of broad. We have no idea. There's a mystery behind it, which, you know, I like. And I guess some people will like it too. Because it it's uh it really acclaims tension in the movie. It really hits that ball out of the park with that. Some people will like this tension, air of tension of mystery it's at, or the movie portrayed. Uh, some people will not, of course, but for me, I loved it. I went into this movie totally blind, blind as a bat, and I was asking myself questions as the movie went through, asking myself whether this character will make it, whether this character will react quick enough, how they're going to react in general, what's going to happen next. Um, it, it was a treat, for sure. And, uh... I think it's kind of underrated how going into movies totally blind, knowing nothing about it, not watching a trailer, not watching, not reading the summary, I mean, about it, not knowing anything about, about the movie itself can, uh, can alter the viewer's uh, view of the movie. Although, once the viewer already knew, knew for sure that the characters were tackling extraterrestrial threats, I don't know, I wouldn't say threats, uh, we don't know if they were threats or not, but let's say beings, uh, yeah, it was basically confirmed, for me, it became a kind of predictable of what the ending was about to be about. Well, as for tones of the movie, the tone, uh, it was it was a 1950s mystery tone, kind of like a Twilight Zone. Uh, um, I don't like it for my taste, so it's alright, I'm not crazy about it, uh, you know, for obvious reasons, I guess, that's just me, um, but I, um, I'm pretty sure someone in the classroom 
must have loved Tone. So, that, that was always good. As for characters and acting, um, I don't really get what's the word attached to movie characters that often unless it's like some sort of franchise kind of thing or the writing is just that good like now I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not really a movie person so I can't really name uh, a movie that can has good writing and I'm attached to the characters but I can name bunch of franchises that I'm attached to characters as like you know Marvel or you know Star Wars uh, Star Trek yeah Transformers I mean, I'm just joking but uh as for the acting I think the acting was pretty good the viewers could you know tell what emotions the characters are conveying you can hear the desperation in the old woman's voice they can see her son again you can hear the fear in the characters voices uh, that they found in the car where the driver was hypnotized or in a trance they were like where is about to crash it was pretty awesome for me as for the dialogue man the dialogue was quick snappy and real the act the accents the southwestern accents were pretty good you would think that they decided to have a cast a bunch of southwesterners to act this out and in the writing of the dialogue it wasn't awkward or funny i mean not uh you know where the viewer can notice or i, I notice they were pretty good, in my opinion. Uh, yeah, they were pretty good. Uh, definitely one of the film's major strong suits. Yeah, the dialogue had metaphors, you know, that you would think someone from the 50s would make. And, uh, and conversations and uh, hot topics. It was all pretty well made. score the music it was all right it is job to set the tone for the film you know make the viewer uneasy it was kind of you know a retro mysterious tone or score sorry my apologies uh, it's just that it didn't really catch my eye um it wasn't, you know, Ludwig or Hans Zimmer or any other uh, legendary musical producer that made it. You know, just alright. But for the cinematography, it was pretty amazing. I mean, I liked it. I and mean, they incorporated some uh, interesting concepts to it. The one-shots that were made was pretty good. Um, you know, it was interesting to look at to where... Um, the camera was panning in through all out the town, you know, from from the room that uh 
the what's the character's name in? I mean, you know, I forgot the character's name. It was the girl, the switchboard operator that panned in from the her room, from her workplace to all the way over to where the basketball game was sending up. I, it was pretty good. I liked it. I mean, not as good as a uh, 1917's one shot, or you know, certain scenes one shots, certain scenes from certain movies one shots, like uh, Hawkeyes or Loki's. If you know, you know. Um, but it was good for Andy movie. As for the production design. Um, it was one, it's okay, in my opinion, it's one of the other major strong suits that the film has had. The sets, the town, everything, it, it seemed like, you know, it was from the 1950s, blew it out of the park. The cars, <laughs> I mean, I'm not a car person, so I wouldn't know, but from first glance, dang, you would, you would actually think that's a, a relic, you know, a relic of its time, sitting at the, sitting in the parking space. Um, to the sounds and design and everything uh, to how it's operated um, you know the phones oh and the switchboard the switchboard uh, I'm a decent history buff I mean I, I mean I wouldn't call myself history buff I, I'm, I, I, I thought I think history is interesting throughout all time periods it has its uh, you know interesting things interesting times it's interesting eras but I kind of forgot switchboards even, you know, used to exist. Kind of forgot, you know, someone has to call into uh, another person so they can, like, give their number to them so they can talk to their loved one or friend or family or whatever. Uh, I liked it. That was pretty interesting. Uh, or it was pretty uh, well adapted. As for the uniforms, you know, or, you know, clothing people usually wore no graphic tees uh you know all suits or shirts plain white button-down shirts and khakis and slacks you know what a man would usually wear during that time period and a woman would usually wear you know a long skirt um they really kept the 50s vibe in, in check I mean, women weren't really wearing anything more than a long skirt or skirting anything like that since it wasn't the 60s, the hippie movement or whatever. Uh, like that. Oh, to the basketball uniforms too. Like, I mean, since when do you see a basketball player wear that uniform? Um, it was pretty, it, it nailed the, it put the nail in there for realism, the production design. Uh, the production team was awesome for that. As for special effects, I really didn't notice any special effects. Like, is this just me? Or, I mean, I'm not sure. I mean, I'm guessing special effects is CGI. I'm just gonna guess that. So, I mean, the only special effects I really saw, I really, it was really put in use was near the end where, where the, couple not I mean not 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 couple the, the age difference where the two characters was looking up at the sky and they saw the spaceship or the UFO and uh, I mean I guess that was CGI I'm not sure uh, yeah it was CGI let's say and, and 
it was decent. At least that offers. I mean, I didn't. I didn't really go in there expecting some <laughs> Infinity War, Endgame, or uh, Star Trek sort of level ship. It, it was decent. It, it did its job. I mean, fog. I'm pretty sure fog or the clouds is covering a lot of it up, and the night sky made it kind of hard to see the details of it. I mean, I'm pretty sure they did. You know, they did that on purpose. Because, you know, in order to make it like you know, at least some sort of visually pleasing for the viewer, um, I mean nothing more. And in my opinion, the highlights of the film was its production design, dialogue, hmm, and let's say acting. And really, uh, that's it. I mean, I'll score like five to six out of ten. Uh, I mean, yeah, I'll score it. I'll give it that score. I think I'm being fair. Um, I would really like to hear other people's opinions about it, but for me, the plot didn't really strike me out. Uh, the characters, they're okay. Uh, the direction. It was going seemed kind of smooth. The score is okay. Uh, it, you know, it's not my cup of tea, but it's an it's an enjoyable movie in my opinion. And yeah, that's it. Oh, and I hey, uh, I thank you, Mr. Morgan, for you know giving us this movie to watch. And see you until next week. Hope you have a great weekend and everything. See ya. The Vast of Night The Ending